Well, we live in a time of great division, and obviously with great division comes just animosity, and I've decided that, you know, we really need to look at that. Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Whittle here with Steve Green and Scott Ott. And guys, I think it's time for us to, to stop for a minute and, 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 and put the rifles down, get out of the trenches, and, and appreciate the, the fundamental humanity of the other side. Um, there's been an appeal from, from people on the left that, that has just generated so much sympathy for me. Um, the members of The View, who we disagree with politically, have recently called out in distress to the rest of their American uh, citizen family that something has to be done about the number of illegal aliens in New, in New York City. Uh, they've discussed how the crime rate has gone has gone up, how it's more difficult to travel. They've talked about how how it's causing all kinds of major inconveniences. And the uh, the women on the View, who are all extraordinarily left wing, have simply asked that the borders of New York be secured and that these illegal Aliens that have invaded New York just be sent somewhere else. I have such sympathy for this position, Steve. Um, do you? I mean, how do you feel when you when you hear uh, uh, Joy Behar basically saying these illegal aliens here are really ruining our lives? We need to send them back to the Texas and Arizona border towns where they were before, so that they can ruin those people's lives. But we're <laughs> we're important people. We're on television. We, we make millions of dollars. We, 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 we can't be inconvenienced by, by what we are insisting that regular people and the borders uh, deal with for the last 30 years. Oh, do please go fornicate thyself. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. Somebody's got to do it. I'm not sure what to, you could possibly add to that other than there was a, uh, a little, I guess it was a trial balloon floated last week before Biden left uh, – for the, the G18 conference in India, and I, I didn't misspeak, as uh, you'll see on my segment this week, that uh, they're going to try this new remain in Texas policy where they're basically going to bottle up all the illegals in Texas and, and stop Governor Abbott from sending them to other places. Now, I'm so old. I remember when President Donald Trump had a policy that was very much like remain in Texas, only it was, it was located just a, a few miles south. <laughs> <laughs> and it was called Remain in Mexico. And it, and it, it, it didn't solve the border crisis. We are a, a magnet, as, as we should be. But the border crisis was nothing like it is today. Governor Abbott, who seems to have a pretty good sense of humor, and Governor DeSantis, who is just wickedly funny about this kind of thing, and wickedly smart, I might add, never had to send busloads to Martha's Garden, Martha's Garden, to uh, Martha's Vineyard, to, uh, to, to make their point about the true state of things in, in the southern part of the country because it wasn't that bad. So, please, go fornicate thyself. Scott, I, I really think that the, one of the fundamental qualities of progressivism is, is we want things to be a certain way and we can afford to isolate ourselves from reality. And so, therefore, these are ideals that we'll promote and we'll sound good at cocktail parties and, and we'll be virtuous and so on. And, and we get to talk about how swell people we are and especially look down on other people who, who have to deal with real world consequences. Well, I think that um, Joy and the rest of the uh, crew on The View, if something isn't done soon, they're going to be calling for a border wall around Manhattan. And they're going to be making the case that uh, walls don't keep people out. They're going to make the same case that, that the people in Texas, California, Arizona, New, you know, New Mexico, Florida, all these people have been making for three decades now. Namely, you don't have to deal with this problem. We have to deal with it. Now that they have to deal with it, 
I actually honestly do not know how you could be brazen enough to say that out loud on television after you have spent so long openly promoting open borders for you to complain about an influx of illegal aliens and saying we need to do something about this problem actually quite surprised me. I, I, I really didn't think it was possible for somebody to be that hypocritical on camera. Oh, the, re the way it's possible is because there's a difference between talking about issues and talking about individuals. Uh, there's a difference between talking about people in the masses and individual persons who happen to show up on your doorstep or, or sleeping on the sidewalk uh, or next to your swimming pool. Um, and so the, if you can kind of depersonalize it and just make it some sort of an issue out there, then you can have a position on that issue. But when it's camped on your doorstep, then you have to deal with that guy who's there and the threat and the, and the fear and the whatever else comes with that, you've got to deal with it personally. And that, that's the difference between political punditry and actual human compassion. And so hmm. it, it's easy to sit on like we're doing right now and look into a camera and talk about these ideas. But when you really have to live out your values face to face with a person who represents that issue that you say you have an opinion about, it becomes a different thing. Um, I think that a couple of things here. First of all, um, permitting illegal immigration the way the Democrats want to do is actually not only destructive of the rule of law, but it's cruel to the illegal immigrants in a variety Absolutely. of ways. Um, not only does it promote dangerous uh, rites of passage, so to speak, or, or, or the travel from their countries to get into this country uh, by not coming through a normal border portal to do so, um, then, you know, you make them vulnerable to theft, to rape, to, to starvation, to dehydration, to murder, to, you know, the, the, the people who die in refrigerator trucks where they're all cooped up, you know, 30 people in a truck, and then they overheat and die in those. Um, so this is just cruelty to, to those individual um, so-called illegal immigrants or uh, aspiring illegal immigrants. Um, I do think that we need a more efficient process for wel welcoming people into this country. I, I do think there are lots of people who want to come into this country who would be great boons to the whole society. It would be beneficial to everybody involved. And I think part of the challenge we face is we haven't figured out as a government how, how we can set up a process to welcome people in in a reasonable period of time um, and to run the appropriate checks on them, whether that's health or background or criminal uh, kinds of checks that we need to do. Um, but I think the, the, the way to solve this problem, frankly, is let's put together a new cadre uh, under the federal government of uh, recently naturalized U.S. citizens and just say, hey, do you want to handle this for us? Thank you. And I think they would because nice. those folks came in a legal way. Now, I also think on the other side of it, because I don't think that, that my side of the aisle is without fault in this. I also think that those same people could probably set up a more humane process for naturalization and, uh, and immigration uh, that, that we should have in a country of this size that has this many people and, and this many people that want to come here. I think we should treat the people with decency and respect. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's sad that the people in The View are uh, finally realizing that they're actually just a bunch of nimbets, um, not in my backyard people. 
Um, and, and it's tough when your ideas meet reality. I'm really glad you brought up the idea that there needs to be a, a, a humane and decent way for immigrants to enter the country. But I disagree with you that that method doesn't exist. It, it, it exists and has existed. It's just that we don't, we just don't enforce it. Uh, episode this week on uh, test scores in Mississippi shows that when you enforce test scores, as you pointed out, Scott, in your episode, remarkable things happen. We have a perfectly good and workable, honorable, humane, and decent system for people to come into this country, and that is through legal immigration. And I've had some experience with this because my Russian-born wife is a U.S. citizen, has been since the uh, summer of last year, and that process took six years. That means you have to want it, number one, and it means you have to come in in good faith, number two. You have to show that you are actually here for the right reasons. You have to you have to go for your approval of the of the uh, resident alien card, the green card, which is offered on a provisional basis, and then you have to go in again to prove that you're not a fraud, that you are actually married, that you do love this country. Then you get your permanent green card, and then the next step is U.S. citizenship, which you have to pass a test that most Americans would fail without without question. Well, most. Not our group, obviously, but but you get the idea. And so after six years of work and, and, and study and effort and money and all the rest of it, my wife is now as American as anyone else is. It, the system works. It's just that this, this idea of simply opening the borders to sound like you're compassionate is great as long as you don't have to deal with the consequences. But once the consequences of it actually get to your doorstep, all of a sudden they start sounding like the most xenophobic, racist, yeah. Trump-supporting, knuckle-dragging, vicious fascists that they've accused people on the southern border who've had to live with this problem are. The difference between me and elitists is when I hear stories about people, regular common people, who are saying that they can't live in safety anymore because of the illegal immigrants coming across their border and threatening their lives, I don't ignore those people. I take them seriously. I take them as if they're actual famous people, almost like they're celebrities. I actually listen to them <laughs> and I believe what they're saying. So, so this whole thing is a lesson in, in, in how far away progressivism has become from reality, how much of it is simply the ability to insulate yourself from reality and live in this world of perceived imaginary virtue and tell everybody else how to live their lives as long as you don't have to live by those same standards. And this is why I think that the joint decision by Governor Abbott and Governor DeSantis to send illegal aliens entering their state into Washington, D.C. and into Martha's Vineyard so that the people who are calling for open borders experience the results of open borders, I think this is the greatest political action in terms of political theater that I've seen in my entire period of looking at, at politics. You want to vote this way? Here are the consequences. Face the consequences, and when you do have to face the consequences, we notice that you tend to change your tune. And you start sounding a little more like we do, actually. Interesting, isn't it? For Steve Green and Scott Ott, I'm Bill Whittle. We'll see you next time right here on Right Angle.